0: You're listening to the RV Transport Podcast. I'm Tom, the driver.
1: And I'm Bunny, the sandwich maker.
0: And we invite you to join us on our journey in the industry of RV transporting, tow-away, and drive-away.
1: So make sure you subscribe to our podcast and also towawaycouple.com where you can see our videos and other resources
0: on RV transport. So enjoy the show. Welcome to episode three of the Tow Away Couple podcast, RV Transport.
1: Right, and we have some stuff to talk about today.
0: Yeah, we're just going to ramble. We're, we're going to talk about a couple different things. Uh, recently, if you ever follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, Tow Away Couple, <laughs> shameless plug, <laughs> um, we broke down.
1: We did. We did it. We broke down in a small little town in the middle of nowhere.
0: Right. So, I mean, I could put the uh, Ram dealership that worked on our truck on blast, but nobody's going to go that rural Alabama to get their <laughs> truck fixed. They're not going to go out of their way to go no, get their truck fixed. No, no.
1: And I'm not going to throw any particular person's name On blast.
0: Bunny doesn't like her because she's a total witch, and but she's cute. She's not cute. See, she's not cute because Bunny thinks she's a witch, but she was cute. (laughs) (laughs) But she was a witch.
1: But she had an ugly personality. She
0: had an ugly personality. So Bunny says, while some people are cute, their personality takes that cuteness and throws it out the window.
1: Right. You ever have to deal with that one person that you don't like to deal with, but you have to because you're forced to? Because it's the only service writer in that company?
0: So let's start off. If you haven't (laughs) followed us, recently we were dragging a 20-foot enclosed trailer (laughs) from California to Alabama to Indiana. Yes. And we had to stop in Alabama to register the trailer and register our trucks and get new licenses and register Bunny's Charger.
1: Mm-hmm. So we
0: had a lot on our plate.
1: We did. We did. And like when, when we say rural, we mean we live really, really rural. I mean, we're going to go into how far we had to take things and, and where we had to pick up cars. But yeah, it's one of the reasons why we have an apartment in Elkhart.
0: Exactly. So just to give you an idea, where we live in Alabama is if you look at Mobile, Alabama, we're two hours from Mobile. And if you look at Birmingham, we're two and a half hours from Birmingham. And if you draw a line from Mobile to Birmingham, you can get a rough idea
1: well, if without you
0: throw... telling you where we live. Well,
1: I always say take a triangle from Mobile to Montgomery to Birmingham, and we're going to fall right in the middle of it. Somewhere. Somewhere,
0: so we're doing great. We're hitting every Harley dealership. Yeah, and...
1: enjoying it, having a good time on the way back. Yeah, but... I
0: mean since that's uh, RV industry's been slow to nothing, we thought you know what, we'll just take our time and hit all the Harley stores, take pictures, and basically joke that our truck is on self driving <laughs> and it hits every Harley store. Yep. And we we decide we look at fuel just like you should. And we have an auxiliary tank and we have our main tank. And I thought, you know what? We can get cheaper fuel after we leave Alabama. So let's stop at this pilot and just put about 20 gallons in. Yeah. 20 gallons will get us home, do any and all running around and get us to Coleman.
1: Yeah, because Coleman, Alabama, good, hope, good hope. That pilot is always the cheapest.
0: Right, so we thought, okay, we could do that. So we put fuel in, I put, I topped off the lower tank and put five gallons or seven gallons in the auxiliary tank. And we had 75 miles from home. I think we had 75 miles from home. About 25 miles from, or 25 miles in, 50 miles from home, our truck starts stalling.
1: Yeah. And
0: we get a Uh, an indicator on a dash that says our exhaust system uh, has an issue, please see service. It doesn't tell you anything else. So I'm like, oh dear God, I got water in my fuel.
1: It's the only thing that you could think. Plus the fact that they have, back here in the South when this was happening, they were having a lot of flooding. So we just thought that we got water in the fuel.
0: Yeah, so I'm like, okay, I got water in the fuel. Uh, this is bad. It's not the end of the world, but it's bad. So we are limping it. I can, uh, prime the fuel system and then I can get, I don't know, uh, five miles, two miles, three miles. It was all random. We
1: didn't know. We We didn't didn't know know. how far we were going to go. And then we would
0: just stall and I would just kind of coast over. Now we're on a two lane road.
1: It really depended on if there was any hills.
0: Right. That's that too,
1: because
0: <laughs> as soon as I really went under load,
1: it would just—you could watch that. Um,
0: we could watch your, the turbo,
1: the turbo go. You could just count it down.
0: Yeah, if it, yeah, if if I got on it and I started off at 19 pounds of boost, and as I watched it go down to zero, I knew I was going to stall. And within seconds, I was stalling. And this is a two-lane road you don't want to break down on. You're not going to get a tow truck. No. And. It's gonna get dark and there are no lights in Alabama rural two lane roads.
1: No, and no one to, and half the time we have no cell reception.
0: Exactly. So I pull over and I thought, you know what? Let me drain any water that potentially could be in the fuel filters. So I, because we have the valves. So I opened up both valves and I did put water in a water bottle. And I, I watched it, and it never separated. You mean you put fuel in the water bottle? I put water in the water bottle. But yeah, I put fuel in the water bottle. <laughs> and I kind of I watched it, and it didn't separate. And I thought, man, there's a lot of water in that fuel if it's not separated. <laughs> and normally I see fuel coming out green. This was coming out yellow. Mm-hmm. And I, So I had to Google. I guess it's normal, normal color. But I had a set of cheap filters we always carry a cheap, a cheap set of Amazon filters in our truck. They're only 32 bucks. Not only for if we have a problem, but also if we see somebody else having a problem on the road or something and our filters will fit their truck, we'll just give them the filters if it'll help them out to get them to a service center.
1: Yeah, just keep them rolling.
0: Yeah, so we don't want to put a pair of Mopar filters in our toolbox and we're not going to give away a $125 <laughs> filter or hundred dollars $80 for two filters. No, no. So sorry. I mean, unless you could pay cash on the side of the road, <laughs> we'll hang out with you till the tow truck comes. <laughs> so, so we get home and I, the next morning I get up and I change, cause I didn't want to do it on the side of the road. I change out the two filters and I thought, oh, let's go to town 10 miles away. Mm-hmm. I mean, we made it home 50 miles. Let's yeah. go to town and Cause thought, do some... Because we had no groceries. We
1: had no groceries. And I had called... We had an extended warranty on that truck. Right. So when... Um, so we thought, well, Lord knows how long we're going to be stuck here in Alabama. Right. So we do definitely need to get some groceries. So we thought, well, 10 miles isn't that far.
0: And we didn't have the trailer.
1: No, we didn't have the trailer. But, you know, 10 miles isn't that far.
0: No. So I'm like, let's go for it. And as we leave the house, I could feel it sputtering. And I said, and Bunny's like, should we turn around? I said, no.
1: (laughs) Famous last word. Let's do this. Thank God I didn't buy ice cream.
0: Right? (laughs) So all of a sudden, we get all the way into town. We did. We Made it to town. It did a stall once. Not at all. No, it made it all the way into town. So I thought, okay, maybe I had dirty fuel. Mm Mm-hmm maybe maybe i had clogged filters cuz that was another one of my thought if i if it wasn't water it could have just been dirty fuel and it, those filters had about 7500 miles on them so um it could have just been clogged filters yeah yeah so uh and when i pulled them out they looked pretty dark they did but no metal
1: none i think no We thank god
0: yeah no mud- <laughs> no metal in the filters and so we got uh, we got in town. I'm like, okay, we'll probably be able to get it back. I mean, we could still hear it sputtering, and we still knew there was a problem.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But we needed to get it home. And we made it all the way, all the way up to four miles from home. And the only way we got it back was I could go 100 feet, and it would stall. I'd prime the fuel system And then start it, and I can get another 100 feet, and it would stall. I did this for six, seven miles. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And finally, finally, we get up to a point where I'm looking at a bridge that's under construction. That's two very narrow lanes. And in Alabama, in these little rural areas, they ain't slowing down. No. These it, it, these logging trucks are doing 80 miles an hour.
1: Going across those bridges. And as narrow as this bridge are, is currently right now, while it's under construction, it has a speed limit of 20 miles an hour. And yeah, people just laugh at that.
0: Right, they're doing 70. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking at the bridge, and I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to throw caution to the wind on that one. Mm-hmm. I, if I would have, I would have made Bunny walk it, and then I would have driven across it. But... I told her I said, I just don't have the faith and the trust that this truck won't stall right in the dab smack middle of that bridge.
1: Well, it wasn't yeah, because, like I said, it was only going like a hundred feet at a time at that point, and the bridge was going up a hill
0: and the bridge was about a hundred feet.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: so anyway, long story short, we call our neighbors.
1: No, we first called the tow truck company. Right. And um, so I call the tow truck company because, remember, it's under warranty, so I have a free tow. So they're like, okay, that's not a problem. We'll get somebody right out to you. So I get a text that says that the tow truck will be there.
0: In an hour, 45 minutes to an hour and a half.
1: Uh, yeah, 45 minutes to an hour and a half. So I thought, okay, well, I let it go about 10 minutes. So then I call them back, and they're like, oh, we can't come that far. You're going to have to call them back. We're not picking that thing up today. Right. So, Tom had to call the neighbor.
0: No, you called the neighbor, didn't you? I think you called the neighbor. Someone, one of us called the neighbor. But there was a porta potty. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I, so, I will say that. Wow, um, oh, my mic's just really hung i to back my mic up here. So, anyway, um, our neighbor comes over with the chain. I can idle the truck, that meant I can stop him, but I couldn't just put it in drive and drive forward.
1: Right, so he got, what what did we make it home? He had to tow us the final three miles home.
0: Three miles home, and so so we get it to the, we get a tow truck.
1: Monday morning. Monday morning. Well, that was a fight, too, in itself.
0: Yeah, because the warranty, they kept calling the tow company, and they, they would arrange everything. Everything was good. The tow company would be like, absolutely, as soon as you send over the paperwork, we'll be right over And then this went on for hours and finally we called the tow company and he's like, I'm ready to come out. I've been ready for two hours, but they won't fax over or email over the paperwork that I can get paid on. So if I come pick it up, I can't guarantee I'm going to get paid and I don't want to get screwed. I totally understand that. Right,
1: because he had to, not only did he have to come 30 miles to pick up our truck, he had to take it 50 miles.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So, so he, they got they gave him half half of the paperwork that he needed. So he said, "You know what? I'm going to come out and get your truck. I may or may not get paid on this." He goes, "But I think I got enough paperwork that I can at least have a fighting chance." Yep.
1: yep. So that
0: tells me he's been screwed a lot. Sad. Sad. So sad. So we get it to the Ram dealership, and all of a sudden, I get a call and. I tell them all, everything, start to finish, everything, and so they they go, okay, well, we're going to have to diagnose it, and I'm like, okay. Meanwhile, we're contacting Pilot because we thought we had bad fuel, Mm -hmm. and so we'll get to that in a second, but then I get a call back from Ram, and they're like, you said you put fuel filters in there. And I said, yes. And they're like, where'd you get them from? Where Are they OEM? Are they docs filters? Are they from Amazon? I said, they're from Amazon. And then they went into a whole tirade. And I'm like, settle down. They only were in there for 14 miles. Mm-hmm. Settle down. And they're like... So the problem happened before the filters, and I'm like, yes, I was trying, because it was Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, I was trying to pre-diagnose it, because you guys weren't even going to look at it until Monday at the soonest, and we got to get back to Indiana.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so um, we get a message back from Pilot. Yes. Pilot says, okay, they did an investigation. They saw how much we filled up. They saw when we filled up. So they had the managers go out and test the fuel right then and there. And all the tests came back within specs. Yes. And from the time I filled up till the time, or 10 o'clock that night or something, they had 250 trucks fill up after us. And almost 60,000 gallons of fuel. And not one person called in and complained or had any issues. And they would think with 60,000 gallons of fuel and 250 trucks after us.
1: Somebody else would have had an issue.
0: Somebody might have an issue. So since we're the only ones, they could not accredit it to the fuel. So for a lot of people who are like, oh, they're not going to check. They're not going to do nothing. They didn't have to do nothing. But they did check and they did follow up. So. Mm -hmm. Um, we try not to be negative. We try to, we're a glass half full kind of couple, not a glass half empty. So when we tell people stories, immediately people like to jump and go negative. Like, oh, you're going to get Scrooge. You're going to get this. You're going to get, you, uh, one person told me I should turn my truck in and go get another truck. And I'm like, we don't even know what's wrong with it yet. (laughs) Let's
1: figure it out first.
0: Let's not, uh, jump over the creek yet. (laughs) And not know how to swim.
1: No. But so the crazy part was, is they're like, they figured that out right away. But then they're like, um, it's going to take us. Take, this, this they picked, they well, got they kept, it Well,
0: they were telling me it was the exhaust system. Right. The particulate filter.
1: Yeah. And they kept getting, they got it on Monday at about noon. On Tuesday, we called.
0: To get an update. To
1: get an update. And she says, oh, well, um what did she first say they're working on it
0: right which so, they weren't it was a lie
1: i called back when and she goes but i'll know something tomorrow morning so i called back she didn't call me back i call her back wednesday morning and she's like oh well there was a jeep in that in the bay and we had to pull the jeep out first so they're looking at it now
0: yeah we had to push the jeep out and they just pulled your truck in i'm like why lie if you're if you're a dealership listening to this and you're a service writer." Don't lie. Just be honest. People would rather have an honest negative than a bold-faced lie that they can't trust a word out of your mouth the rest right. of the time you talk.
1: So then two hours later, she calls back and she tells Tom, well, we won't even really get a good diagnosis for another 10 days, so you might as well get a rental car and drive back to Indiana.
0: Okay. So we did. So we... Uh...
1: <laughs> it's not that easy. <laughs> Member small town.
0: So there are no rental car places within two hours from our house. No. And I kid you not, as I'm on Hertz.com or on Priceline or all these cheap rental car sites, as I'm looking, they're telling me one price. And then I look at another location because if I'm going to drive two hours this way, I could drive two hours the other way. Let me just see if they might have more rental cars so they charge less.
1: Yeah. Now remember, the other issue is it only needs to go one way.
0: Right. That was another issue. Yes. So I, uh, as I look at the other areas, the price keeps going up and I'm like, wow, the first place I looked was the cheapest. So I go back to the first place and now it's more expensive than all the other. So lesson learned. If you're looking to rent a car, Shit or get off the pot.
1: Yeah, yeah. Don't go back and forth because it's it's the uh, retaining all your information on the computer.
0: Exactly. I was lucky because I was on one site, um, Travelocity, and I had the rental car up for like thirty three dollars a day or thirty eight dollars a day. And when I was looking around all the other sites and they kept jacking up, I remembered I had that open. And when I booked it off that one, it kept that price. Yes. So I was able to rent it for the cheap price. But I could not find a truck to pull the trailer back.
1: No, no. But one thing that was nice is our neighbor, um, when they, on the Saturday when they towed us back, they actually just gave us the keys to their other car and said to drive it like it's yours. They
0: gave us two sets of keys. Yeah. They they said, here here's the better car. We'd rather you drive the nicer car. Now they're nice cars. But, uh, but if... She's gone and gone to work or whatever. I'll leave my Dodge Dakota here, and if I see it gone, I'll assume it's not stolen and you guys are (laughs) driving it. But he just said, here, just keep the key and just use it whenever you want. And I said, well, we might have to drive two hours to Mobile. And he goes, that's fine. So long story short, we used her car just to go into town to get some more groceries and just to get a couple things done and keys made to the house. And... When we borrowed her car, it had a half a tank. When we returned her car two hours later, we had a full tank, yep, and a big thank you and when we borrowed his car again, it had a half a tank and After all of our running around, including going to mobile for a rental car and everything we came back, we filled up his car as well um never borrow a car not.
1: No, Top no. off
0: the tank. Uh, it's just the right thing to do.
1: Yeah, because you got to think, without them there, we would have been stuck.
0: Yep. Like, literally stuck. So, we get go down to get the car. And, oh, no, we, oh, yeah, because we stopped at the uh, Ram dealership on the way back. Yeah. Okay, so we go down, and we're in Mobile, and we're going to get a passenger car. We're only going to get a Nissan Sentra. A Nissan Sentra. And I happen to be walking by this... What was it, a Tahoe? Yeah. A Chevy Tahoe, and I'm looking at the trailer hitch. It had a seven-way, <laughs> and it had a trailer hitch. And I'm thinking, I probably have a ball mount um, at the house. And I'm like, so I walk in. I'm like, do you happen to have a Tahoe? And she's like, no, not to go one way. And I'm like, okay. And I went to use the bathroom. Well, when I come out of the bathroom, I saw the girl that was helping me in another office. And so I go out and wait for her with Bunny, When she comes out, she goes, just so happens, we do have a Tahoe you can take. And I'm like, squar. Yes. We don't have to leave the trailer here. No, no. So I had to go buy a ball mount, a drop.
1: Because we literally uh, gave gave
0: our son. Just a few months
1: ago, we gave our son all of our trailer hitches in that garage.
0: I mean, I had bins full of trailer hitches. And I said, you know what? I'm going to give them all to you because... I had them because I had different needs for different drops and different ball sizes and weight distribution, everything under the sun, extensions, you yeah. name it. So I literally just gave him everything because with my new Gen Y setup and all of our setup, we don't need that anymore with the flippable balls. and.
1: Well, we needed it.
0: We needed it. But <laughs> it wouldn't have worked on the Tahoe because I had the Gen Y there. Yeah. But it was a class 5, and right. the Tahoe is class 3. So, so that would not have worked with the trailer.
1: Word of advice? I wouldn't I wouldn't pull another 20-foot 20, 20 cargo trailer with a Tahoe.
0: Not even empty.
1: No. It, it wasn't even that full. It probably had a couple hundred empty. pounds in it.
0: Yeah. So I think most weight with the trailer was about 4,000 pounds. Yeah, I was white-knuckling it for a while because yeah. I had no sway control, I had no uh weight distribution. So the shocks and the suspension on a Tahoe just doesn't match up to my twenty foot trailer, I guess. No. I didn't no. even notice that trailer behind the dually. All the way from California.
1: No. Sure noticed it when you put it behind the Tahoe.
0: I almost thought about taking the trailer home after ten miles.
1: Yeah, it was that bad.
0: And then I thought, no,
1: So now we know... We're going for it. Now we see why when people are pulling travel trailers with like Tahoes and stuff like that, when they flip over, now you know why.
0: Yeah, because when the trailer starts swerving, it just starts swerving the rear end of the Tahoe. Mm -hmm. And you really lose a lot of control. So I just kept the speed down, stayed in the right lane. I didn't do any aggressive turns or lane changes or nothing like that. So it stayed pretty straight. It was
1: a long drive. It was a
0: long... Almost 800 miles. Yes. So we stopped at the Dodge dealership on our way back to our house because it just happened to be on our way home. And man, did they start harping on those damn filters again? Yes. And I'm like, stop harping on the filters. They were Mopar in the truck. And now I just happen to have those filters. I didn't even use it. And they're like, well... We just don't recommend it. I said, fine, you've drilled it home to me. I I get it. I mean, it's almost like that doctor who acts like they are your best friend that you see once a year, who's so concerned with your health. And you know, the minute you walk out, they're going to, who was that?
1: Yeah. What was their name? (laughs) Yeah.
0: They didn't give a crap. No, they're
1: going to remember you
0: forever. They're going to remember me. So we leave, we get home, we're just kind of hanging out home. And we get a call the other day and they say, um... It's the lift pump. The pump in the gas tank. Thank God it wasn't the injection so, pump.
1: Yeah, we we thought it was the CP3. We were like they're supposed to be bulletproof, but we thought that that was the issue. I think yeah. it was not.
0: And everyone was telling us that, "Oh, you probably got a CP4 or something like that." Again, the half, glass half empty crowd yeah. was all harping about that, and I researched it. I we called the Dodge dealership. No, they we have a CP3 cuz we purposely bought that truck. Because of the Ison and transmission and the CP3 fuel pump. Uh, those were our two criteria. Yes. So she goes, okay, your warranty isn't covering this. And I'm like, what do you mean it has 58,000 miles on it? And she goes, yeah, standard warranty is 36,000 mile. Powertrain is 100,000. I did not know this. No. I thought it was bumper to bumper for 100,000 miles but, because they don't tell... They never mention the word or the numbers, 36, ever in the sales pitch. No. All they ever say is 100,000, 100,000, yeah. 100,000.
1: had it been the CP3, it would have been under warranty. It would have
0: been under warranty because it would have been attached to the motor. But it
1: would have also been a couple months down the road. <laughs>
0: yeah, it would have been a while. So I'm over there and she goes, it's going to be $1,900. Because we want to change the fuel filters. Again, the fuel (laughs) filters. Even though I just put them on there. And I understand. But they weren't OEM. They weren't OEM. It's at a RAM dealership. And they said um, the filters are going to be $332 installed. And I'm like, all right. I mean, it is what it is. For the glass half empty crowd out there, yes, I could change them myself. And save $169. My only thought on this was th- they were changing out the fuel pump. I didn't want them to void any warranty or anything after the fuel pump to say, well, yes, we did the fuel pump. Yes, it was $1,900 minus $332, whatever. <laughs> but customer rejected a recommended product of fuel filter. So therefore, I get a taillight warranty. Right. So that's what I was a little nervous about. I didn't want any documentation. So I asked him, I said, okay, so what good is this 150,000 mile bumper to bumper warranty that we paid for? And she goes, oh, you bought an extended warranty? And she's not you know, very snide about it. She's
1: so condescending. Very
0: condescending. And I'm like, yes, Bunny told you. She, she gave you the phone number. You talked to them. You talk to them about towing and talk to them about other things.
1: Right, about starting a, a file on it.
0: Yes. And she just acted like nothing was ever mentioned. So Bunny gave her the phone number. Again. Again. <laughs> so we, um, and it, it was the kind of person where you just didn't want to call because you, She she made you feel like you were wasting her time? I think she was the
1: owner's daughter.
0: It it seemed like she was entitled.
1: (laughs) Yes. Like she wasn't going to get
0: fired for nothing.
1: No, no. She could be as rude as she wanted.
0: She can go take a piss on your car seat and probably get a raise.
1: (laughs) My neighbor says, so what do you think about that dealership? And I'm like, I really don't care for them. She goes, yeah, they had my car for three days and I went and pulled it out of there.
0: Yeah, I, I, we thought about pulling our truck out and sending it down to Mobile. We really liked uh, Hendricks Hen- in Birmingham, and they got a great oil package special. Like, yeah. We were paying 8 Uh, Eight oil changes, with or six oil changes, with rotation for 300 bucks, full synthetic.
1: Yeah. Now, unfortunately, with them, you can only take it to a Hendricks dealer, but whenever we're in Birmingham, that's where we go. Yeah.
0: I mean, it was on our way home uh, home or on our way back to Indiana, so it worked out really well, and it was cheap. So if you run through Alabama and you go through Birmingham, definitely check them out because they have a great price on it. Mm -hmm. Not a plug. We didn't get nothing out of this. No. Um. So anyway, after all said and done, we get a call back and saying, okay, they're going to cover the fuel pump and all the labor, but you have to, basically I did, had no options. You have to pay for the filters and the labor for the filters. They're not going to cover that because it's a maintenance item. Yes. And I said, I get that. Fuel yep. filters, oil changes, air, air filters, brakes, rotors, stuff like that is all maintenance. I get that. So I'm like, that's fine, go ahead. And she's like, okay, it'll be two to ten days. I'm like, all right. And it was down ten days, even with the weekends.
1: Yeah, yep.
0: So we get a call from them, and are you you <laughs> well, called them?
1: I originally called the service manager. And he was like, oh. He was
0: just as condescending.
1: I'm like, yeah, this is, you know, so-and-so, and and I've got the 22 dually sitting there. Now, that's all I have to say, because literally, it's the only only dually dually in town. And he's like, oh, you mean the one we're still waiting on parts for?
0: Yeah, he said it just like that, like we know.
1: I'm like, yes. Do you have any ETA? No, I don't even know what's wrong with it. I just know that we're waiting on parts for it
0: we'll call you when we get when we get the parts.
1: <laughs> so I'm like, "Okay, fine." So I called our service writer back the next day, and she happened to say, "Oh yeah.
0: Parts are in. We're installing in. it."
1: Yeah. Your your truck will be ready by noon today.
0: Yeah. So I I'm like so this the guy, the service manager, and I always say negativity <laughs> filters. Yes. So like if you go into an office, You'll see part of the office is happy-go-lucky, and another part is just negative. And I always say it stems from the manager because let's just say it's even a staff member that's negative, that's projecting it. If that manager doesn't correct that negative employee, they just have a virus in their office.
1: Yes. Yeah, because the lady in the building was super friendly.
0: Oh, yeah. So that that goes in. So we find out, we want to make sure before we drove 800 miles back, that the car the truck was gonna be done. So we uh called her and she goes, Yes, it's all done. Your total is 332, and almost to the point of hanging up the phone. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so we drove all the way back. We deadheaded it.
1: And I even I even called her back. I said, Hey, I hate to call you back, but I just want to verify that it did go on a test drive. Yeah, because we just were, to make more sure than five says, miles. Because we've got to bring this thing back in. A- you know, we got to come out 800 miles and take it back. Yes, it's ready. I said it was ready. You can pick it up now.
0: Just like that.
1: Yes. So I'm like, okay. I can
0: feel her slap you through the phone. Oh,
1: like yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, we'll be there tomorrow.
0: So we were going to leave at five in the morning. Well, that would have put us there the next day after they closed. So we would have to stay the night in our house, which is not a big deal. But Starfleet had a driver appreciation today, today. and tomorrow. This is Thursday, by the way. And so we're like, I'll tell you what, it's early. Let's just go to bed now. And if we can be out of here by two in the morning, we could be there by three in the afternoon.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Tom wakes up at 1230.
0: I woke up at 1230 and I'm like, you know what, let's just go. And by the time we got fueled up on the car, because we forgot to fill it up and got on the freeway, it was 140. Mm Mm-hmm. So had we gotten up at two, it would have been three we would have been, something in the morning. Would have been
1: the cutting it.
0: We wouldn't have made it. We no. wouldn't have made it on time. So we drove,
1: and we drove, <laughs> and we drove.
0: <laughs> so we go. We go by our house. We turn on the. We always turn off the hot water heater and the toilets because we don't want anything to overflow or leak or anything or run up the yeah, water bill. Yeah, because we have
1: to literally go right by the house on the way to the dealer.
0: Yeah, and one time we had a. Toilet seat, uh, the flapper valve leaking for two months.
1: Uh, Yeah, it was a nice water. So, not only
0: does our town charge for the water, they double it for charging for the water going into your sewer.
1: Yes.
0: So, and I'm like, what would happen if it was a hose leak? And they're like, was it a hose? And I'm like, maybe. So, they cut off the (laughs) sewer part, but still, it's clean, fresh water. Irregardless, going through this, it would help the sewer, I would think. Right, it would clean it out. Yeah. So anyway, enough with that. So we get all the way to the Dodge dealership. I walk into service. I'm waiting for them to tell me the lowdown and all the good stuff. And I get the your invoice is over at the billing. You could just walk over to the left and right around the corner. You could pay her and take care of it. And she was not going to talk to me.
1: Nope, not going to let you know anything. Nothing.
0: Nothing. So I thought, okay, maybe Billing's going to let me know. Not even a hello. Right. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe Billing's going to let me know. Yeah. So I walk over to Billing and Billing just charged me the 332 or whatever. And I even had to ask for my keys. Mm -hmm. But I was a little frustrated just by the attitude walking in the door. You could feel. And we didn't do nothing. We were never mean to these people. We're nice freaking people. You would think that
1: they'd be happy to have a car to work on. Yes.
0: <laughs> so I get in the truck and, and Bunny's going to go to Walmart and I'm driving home. And I think, they. I call Bunny, I'm like, hey, I don't want to call these people. Can you call and find out what warranty comes with the lift pump from Ram? Because I, I, I have a $100 deductible with uh, the um, bumper-to-bumper warranty, yeah. which I don't think they charged me. Because it was three thirty-two, and the filters and right. the labor came out to three thirty-two. That's okay. That's a, no, I mean that's fine. Yeah. But I was supposed to pay a hundred-dollar deductible, and I was prepared to pay it. Yep. Uh, whether they charge me or not is on them now. But so Bunny calls, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it comes with a unlimited mileage, two-year warranty." Yes. So I'm like, "Well, that makes me feel better." She didn't
1: even tell me that the uh, parts girl had to tell me that. Really? She wouldn't even answer the phone. Wow, because the park girl was nice.
0: Park girl was very nice.
1: Yeah, but so yeah. Well, you didn't tell them the best part on that the we invoice made it home? on the invoice.
0: So, oh, oh, so I think they were gonna rip me off. You think? Yep.
1: I would have at least given you another invoice to hide it.
0: Yeah, I think I would have. <laughs> so they called us and originally told us it was gonna be nineteen hundred and some change, and. I was a little shocked, and then they called and said I only have to pay three thirty-two. I was just thinking there was going to be an invoice for sixteen hundred or nineteen hundred minus yeah. sixteen hundred or whatever. Yeah, because the for insurance the, was paying the rest. Uh sixteen hundred and seventy dollars for the warranty. So, I get the invoice and I'm looking at it, and the total invoice with the labor of the fuel filters and the fuel filters, one at 120, or 105 and one at one, uh, 75. So, it was 180 for the fuel filters. Total invoice was $1,100.
1: Yep. So, they were going to get you for an additional $800.
0: They were going to jack me.
1: Yes, they were. But the insurance, I'm sure, told them, no, this is what it pays.
0: This is what it pays. Mm-hmm. We know. You're not going to rip us off. You can rip your customers off, but you're not going to rip us off.
1: So I think that's why she was so mad.
0: She was, oh, so before we even left, they told us if we need anything out of the truck, because we didn't know how long it was going to be, and we're getting ready to go back to uh, Indiana. Yeah. Uh, go and, ahead and get whatever we needed well, out of there. Because we
1: didn't know if it was going to be a CP3 or something that was going to be a couple months out.
0: Right. So... When we were over there, we were kind of walking around the truck, and they they kept mentioning the fuel filters. So I I was like, huh, I wonder if they even messed with the fuel filter. So I did pop the hood, and I looked at the cap of the filter, because I knew how it looked exactly when I put it together. So I thought, if they took it apart and looked at the filters, I would know. Right. So I I lifted the hood, and I was looking. I didn't see anything. So I'm just assuming it's because I said they were Amazon cheapy filters that wrote the ticket. And as we're getting stuff out of the truck to put um, put in our other car, just to, that way we just didn't leave anything in that truck. Service rider comes out and she has this attitude. And she goes, can I talk to you? I said, yeah. She goes, can I ask why you're taking pictures of your truck? And I thought, interesting. First off, if you're going to leave your vehicle at a dealership you should take pictures. Mm-hmm. Y'all are transporters, RV transporters. You know when you pick up an RV, you pick, you take pictures of your pre-trip, and when you get to a dealer, you take pictures so that way there's no he said she said. Now, we were not taking pictures. We had already pre-took the pre-trip t- pictures when the truck was put on the tow truck. Yes. So no, we didn't take pictures at the deal um at the dealership because. When we had it on the tow truck, it looked exactly like it, so there was no reason to take a second set of pictures because we could have showed when it went on the tow truck, and then um, then they could have fought it out with the tow company later on. But I thought, what difference would that make? She, and she asked me, she goes, uh, do we have a problem? Just like that. And I'm like, we don't have a problem. We were told that we could get stuff out of the truck, and we are just getting stuff out of the truck. Nobody was taking pictures. I said, maybe my wife was taking pictures because she's already pulled up forward, but I wasn't taking any pictures. So after um, she goes, okay, well, the mechanic said you're out here taking pictures, and I'm thinking, still, irregardless, it's my property.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, they should be happy we're taking pictures <laughs> right. for no he said, she said. Yeah. But so anyway, I pull up next to Buddy. Maybe
1: they've had issues in the past and they don't want, he said she
0: should. Right. I mean, they have no fenced off parking lot. So yeah, easily we could have come back with a hammer and beat the crap out of the truck and left and claimed, these are the pictures when we were here and now it has all these dents. Yeah, I can get that. I totally get that. But we're not that way. No. But we. Th- I just thought that way. <laughs> but I'm thinking that's what she was probably thinking. Could be. Could so, be. So I pulled up next to Bonnie and I said, hey, were you over hey. there taking pictures? And Bunny's like, no. I'm like, why don't you call the service person and tell her you weren't taking pictures? Because she seemed to be really upset about us taking pictures. So. And
1: she's like, and when I called her and she's like, oh, well, we just want to make sure our customers are happy. And I'm thinking, well, adjust your attitudes and your customers won't be happy.
0: So long story short, we literally deadheaded all the way out there. We got the truck. We went home, ate a quick meal. Like like yeah. it was five thirty or something.
1: I didn't even sit down to eat. I just it was leftover pizza and spaghetti.
0: Yeah, we 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 bought spaghetti and sauce when we went to the store because we didn't want to have anything that would go bad. Yeah. And so we went to bed and uh, we got up at like- One o'clock. One o'clock to get ready to go at two o'clock. So I wanted to be back to Elkhart fairly early. And I told Bunny, I said, no, let's just go to bed. We, We didn't have that much sleep. Let's just, so we got up at two.
1: Uh, we were out of the house by... Three. Three, yeah.
0: So we were out of the house by three. We were going to deadhead it all the way home. Bunny made, Bunny made sandwiches. I
1: did. I did make sandwiches.
0: She made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> and we got milk, but we never opened the milk.
1: Nope. Nope. He, and Tom was like, we need to get milk because you can't eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches without milk.
0: Right. So. And we did. We did. We were so hungry. <laughs> so we thought, you know what... As we we're coming back, mind you, we were not dispatched. No. Nope. So we thought. You we know, haven't
1: been dispatched in a while. We haven't been dispatched
0: in two weeks. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. So
0: we pulled in, uh, we were going to go to Maker's Mark.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I wanted to dip the bottle in the wax.
1: Yes. Because, you know, we collect bottles.
0: If you look behind us in our videos, if you watch our YouTube, go to Toe Away Couple on YouTube and you could see just a small portion of our bar backdrop and it's all in open bottles. We yeah. don't we don't really drink at home.
1: And and we really don't drink bourbon and whiskey.
0: We don't drink bourbon and whiskey at all. Um we like to collect them.
1: Yeah, especially because we drive right through the bourbon trail.
0: Right. So we're going to go to Maker's Mark and Bunny goes, "Hey, there's an Abraham Lincoln bourbon. We should go get a bottle of that before cancel culture uh, cancels out Abraham Lincoln." Yeah and i'm like you know what you're right so that was uh what was, distillery was that
1: that was um oh,
0: boundary oak yeah boundary oak and it's only about 10 miles off of the 65. yes so if you want to go there and you're not dispatched hint, um check check it out they got this what is it cinnamon something Sinful 69. Sinful 69. So, they gave Bunny a shot of it and it's basically their play on Fireball, but it's bourbon and instead of 38 proof, it's 69 proof, so mm-hmm. that's why it's called Sinful 69. Yes. But it's infused with cinnamon
1: with Madagascar cinnamon.
0: Whatever that is. <laughs> and, and that um it's not as Thick or syrupy as Fireball. No. And it was like 24 bucks a bottle, so we bought four bottles.
1: <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why not buy four?
0: And then we bought a bottle of the Abraham Lincoln, and I wanted the highest proof because it's cask proof. hmm And right out of the cask, they don't proof it down with uh, water or spirit or whatever it is. So... So Tom dug through all the bottles I dug that they through, had out The guy come up all excited, and what did he find? He found... 115 proof? Yeah. He goes, I got one over here. And he went looking all through their inventory. And he goes, I got one that's 115 proof because all the stuff in the area we were at was 102 to 108. And I go, well, I found 116 proof. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, you're lucky. He goes, they don't usually get that high
1: and they're the same price.
0: Yeah, and I wanted 120 plus. Yeah. Cuz we have a Jack Daniels up here behind us in our bar that's 133.6 proof. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um they say it's because when it's aging in the barrel it was at the top top of the aging house yeah. or whatever it's called Yeah. and that's where all the heat goes so the heat creates um alcohol.
1: Yep. Yep. And like I said all of our bottles are there's something for every one of our bottles. I mean like The Jack Daniels one has our names engraved on it. Jim Beam has our names engraved on it. And we are going to Maker's Mark for their special take.
0: And that was the dip. They didn't have any engraving, but I did get a 108-proof, cask-proof bottle of Maker's Mark. I like high-proof stuff. And uh, we don't drink it. I just think it looks better.
1: (laughs) We're a numbers guy. I
0: mean, we could have 80 proof. No, we no. want 120 proof or 136 proof.
1: <laughs> but you got to dip, dip your bottle in the wax. I got you to got dip got to my bottle. Seal your own bottle.
0: Yeah, I was. I took a picture and posted it on Instagram, and I said, "Only one guess. Where are we right now?" And I should have said, "Because of the RV slowdown, I'm learning a new career: <laughs> dipping uh, bourbon dipping bottles."
1: Bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> I would move to that area. It's gorgeous.
0: It is gorgeous. So we ended up hitting four distilleries. Um, because of the slowdown, I th- we went to the um, Evan Williams. Mm-hmm. What was that one? Seven he- Hills? or Heaven,
1: he- Heaven Hill.
0: Heaven Hill. So we went to the Heaven Hill distillery. When we're going to buy something, yeah, we're buying by the name, but we're also buying by a specific look. We want a certain look on our bar.
1: Yeah. And, and we also went to Willet.
0: We went to Willet, and I was gonna buy a $68 bottle. It was 114 proof or yeah. 111 proof or something. No, it was 108.
1: Yeah. But we decided that we're going to, uh, we'll, we'll wait until the industry picks up again and we start rolling again and uh, can definitely afford to buy a ball that's just gonna sit on the bar.
0: Yeah, that, that one there, uh, Will It was 108 proof. The um, bottle at Abraham was 116, and the bottle at Maker's Mark was 109.7 proof.
1: Right. So for us, it's just, it's our hobby. It's what we do.
0: Yeah, some people collect stamps. We collect alcohol. Full bottles of alcohol. Full bottles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and our, our son and daughter in law, that's, yeah, son and daughter in law are getting married in June. And they're going to have an open bar and they're going to have a stock the bar party where you bring bottles of alcohol. And they joked and they're like, hey, you know that bar you have at home? I'm like, no, no. nothing is coming out of that bar.
0: When we die, they'll have all the alcohol to party.
1: I have a couple of bottles of Smirnoff down there that someone gave me as presents that they can have. <laughs> there you go
0: they're in the back of the bar you can't even see them on our videos
1: no no so we'll take those to the stock the bar party
0: so anyway that's an update right now of what's happening
1: in tom and bunny world
0: in tom and bunny world to a couple and we're at 47 minutes we're i'm trying to keep the podcast about 45 minutes and the videos between eight and ten minutes
1: yeah yep absolutely so. And
0: because we love to talk we started the podcast
1: <laughs> so, I don't think anybody else is listening at this point, but...
0: You never know. They have nothing... If they're an RV transporter and you're they going have... through Wyoming, you got nothing better to do than Wait, if to they're listen. an
1: RV transport, they're not driving. That's they're sitting true. at home. <laughs> they're either sitting at
0: home or they're sitting in the truck waiting for a dispatch. I shouldn't laugh, but we've been sitting around for two weeks, too. We have friends that have been sitting around for over two weeks. Uh, we just talked to a driver today and... I, I I, just don't get it. He's from Florida. He's been sitting here in Elkhart for three weeks waiting for... But he's looking for a Florida-only run, and that's just hard to come in between.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, at this at this point in the game, it's like if it comes open, if if you can take it, you need to take it. If not...
0: If you're willing to go anywhere, you have a much higher chance... Of actually booking a load,
1: but a lot of people that are sitting at home have to go a certain distance in order to make it make it worth their while, and we completely understand
0: that. Right. So uh, <laughs> definitely, if you listen this far, go to Instagram, go to Twitter, go to Facebook. Tow away couple, all one word. Uh, we post stuff about our real life. Um, we do this podcast and our YouTube videos as a hobby. Um, If you want to support us, go to TollwayCouple.com. Click on any of the links. They're just Amazon links. And if you buy something, we get, I kid you not, 50 cents. Yeah. (laughs) And if you're watching our YouTube channel and a commercial comes up, go to the bathroom, go get a drink, let the commercial run because I kid you not, we make (laughs) $0.08. Eight cents.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: we are not getting rich off of this, but we no. do get to go to dinner once a month. Yeah.
1: Well, we haven't had anything in a couple months. That's
0: true because nobody's watching the RV nope. transport videos because the everything's dried up right now.
1: Right, right. I'm going to have to start selling my feet pictures.
0: If you want to buy feet pictures,
1: <laughs> look on
0: OnlyFans <laughs> for Towaway Couple.
1: No, well, he's kidding. <laughs> Good Maybe. Lord. Maybe. Give me another week with no dispatch.
0: Right? (laughs) We will. I'll be selling my feet pictures. (laughs)
1: Yes, you will.
0: (laughs) So, and we're going to put my feet pictures up for auction. I bet I can get 10 cents.
1: I bet you. Yeah, because I'm only going to get 5 cents.
0: I bet you get a quarter. Probably. Okay, because you you could do your sparkle feet.
1: I can do my sparkle feet.
0: But I can't put that picture on here because it's a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I could. I could make that the intro picture.
1: Oh, dear God, no one's going to watch it. <laughs> all right. I think we've burned their ears up too much.
0: All right. So if you have any questions, definitely hit us up. Uh, people message us on all different social media platforms. We do try our best to uh, monitor all of them. If we don't reply back right away, uh, eventually we'll come across your message. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: But we're always over at Dan's Hitch. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, we're going over there tomorrow night. We are. We're going to do a video of the Blue Ox Sway Bar and Dan himself, Dan the man. Dan the man.
1: He will be there too. um, He's actually
0: going to do the video of hooking up the actual sway weight distribution hitch so you know how to properly do it.
1: Because we can do it but we can't explain everything as we're going.
0: Because he does this for a living.
1: Yes. We just drive.
0: We just drive. And who knows? We might be hooking ours up wrong. (laughs)
1: We might learn something
0: tomorrow too. We might learn something while videotaping him (laughs) teaching you how to hook up weight distribution bars.
1: Exactly.
0: All right. So check out that video and go to our YouTube. Subscribe. Subscribe everywhere. Please. Please do. We don't get nothing off of it, but it's kind of an ego boost.
1: Yes. When we when we hit a milestone,
0: we're like, Woo Yeah, we got another follower. <laughs> All right, so enjoy. See you down the road. See you down the road.